Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Boss Lady Social. So, I have quite literally dusted off my mic. <laughs> if you can see the amount of dog hair that was on this thing because it was just sitting in my nightstand. Um, it was disgusting. So we've quite literally dusted her off, plugged her in, turned her on, and I am back and ready to chat. I have been gone for just over two years. Yes, my last podcast episode was on March 5th of 2020. First of all, where the hell did those two years go? Um, that's insane to me that it's already been two years since I uploaded a podcast. But also, anyone and everyone across the globe, when you hear the words and the dates, March 5th, 2020, you know what happened. Do we even need to say it? COVID happened. <laughs> COVID happened and the world changed. And to be honest, you know, COVID is still very prevalent in the world and it's not going to ever go away according to science. And um, I shut down. <laughs> I shut down. So before I get into all that, um, I just want to say welcome to the Boss Lady Social Comeback Show. My name is Courtney Schoberg. I am the CEO and creator of the Hashtag Files software, as well as the brand She Social. And I help small businesses and entrepreneurs market their products and services and make more money using the power of online and the internet. So today, um, this is going to be a two-part reintroduction series. Part one um, is today. Hi. And next week, um, we're going to be launching episodes every Wednesday uh, is going to be part two. So today we're just going to talk about like why I disappeared, where have I been, what have I been going through, and just kind of reintroduce myself to those of you who maybe discovered me and are like, I don't really know who you are because you dropped off the face of the planet. Well, you're in luck <laughs> because today... Um, we're going to tap back into it. So why did I disappear? So I haven't posted, like I said, since March 5th of 2020. And right after that is when the like, you know, stay at home for what it was supposed to be like two weeks, three weeks started. I remember that those two weeks so clearly because I never ate so much food <laughs> in my entire life because what else was there to do? right? You could go for a walk outside or you could eat and bake and cook. And even though we work from home, a lot of people are like, Courtney, how did it affect you so bad? Because like you already have been working from, at this point, I'd been working from home full time for like three years. Well, you don't understand. There's a difference between working from home by choice and staying home with everything closed down because you're being forced to stay home because everybody's scared because no one knows what the hell is happening with this new thing called COVID, right? So, you know, I am an extrovert through and through. Like I've done, me and Joe, my boyfriend slash business partner, we've been together, um, it'll be 12 years this month. Wow, holy crap, that's crazy. Um, and, you know, we've taken a lot of those like 
tests about personalities and I am always like 90 or 85% extroverted and like 15% introverted. And Joe is like 15% extroverted and 85% introverted, which if you know us in real life is so on point, it's not even funny. And one of the things about being an extrovert is I am fueled by people. So even though I work online, I spent a lot of time with friends, with family, with strangers, right? Like I'm the girl that's at the grocery store that talks to the people in line. (laughs) I'm the girl that gets her nails done and makes friends with the girl in the chair next to me. I'm the girl who wants to get to know people and humans and have deep conversations. I'm not surface level. And so when you put this girl, (laughs) this woman who thrives and, you know, exists on human connection and you put her in a box and tell her she has to stay locked in that box basically for two years, right? Because also being part of an extrovert is like seeing people's faces and facial expressions. And like, I'm very intuitive. I'm a Pisces. Um, So a couple things happened to me. One, I kind of disappeared off here and the face of the planet in general. Like I had so much going on in my brain and in my physical realm that I didn't have the energy to show up on the internet in the way that I would have liked. And I think a lot of you could probably relate to that. Two, if you haven't been around for a while, um, I have anxiety. I've had anxiety pretty much since I was born. I developed severe separation anxiety after spending the first week of my life in the NICU. That's an interesting story for another day. And, you know, I was the kid that could never spend the night away from my mom. I would go to a sleepover and like call and have her come pick me up because I didn't want to be away from her. And, you know, separation anxiety because I shared a bedroom until I was 14 years old. Even when I got my own bedroom when I was 15 and my older sister moved out to go to college. And so a a bedroom in the house freed up. My little sister, bless her heart, Casey, shout out to you. You're my BFF. All my sisters are my best friends. But Casey is a solid one for a whole year. From 14 years of age till 15 years of age, my sister slept in my queen-size bed with me in my room, even though she had her own brand new queen-size bed in her room, because I was scared and I didn't want to sleep alone. Okay, so then from 15 to 19, I had my own room. I kind of got in the habit of like being by myself. And then at 19, I met Joe, (laughs) my boyfriend and partner. And every other weekend, you know, we were spending the night with each other. And then at 21, I moved in with him. So for the last 10 years, I've lived with him. So I really only have had to like sleep by myself and be by myself a very short amount of my 31 years of life. So I've always had like anxiety. I get a lot of anxiety at night. I get a lot of anxiety, um, you know, around normal things. Um, But my anxiety that would be considered like for normal things to other people is a lot more heightened. One thing that I never really, you know, experienced until COVID was depression. Now I knew about depression because my boyfriend, Joe, has depression and it's been a wild ride. Like if you think it's hard (laughs) with one person having anxiety or depression, try both. One of the most humbling experiences in this entire 12 years of being together is like when we, because we didn't really have this until like five, six years into our relationship. And when we first started really having it, especially Joe, because some life things happened to him that really kind of altered his mental state, um, which was really hard because I think 
mental health stuff for a man is already hard. Uh, it's hard for anybody, but like the stigmas around like, be a man, you know, toughen up. Don't cry. You're a baby back bitch. <laughs> like I laugh because it's uncomfortable, but it's true. Like men are not allowed to express their emotions or they're considered air quote soft. Right. And I'm really, really passionate about like this in general because I've seen Joe personally struggle so much with wanting to quote be a man and also like heavily in his head not knowing how to deal with his emotions and what he's feeling and so like if you think it's hard with one person having anxiety and depression try both it's kind of like if you're stuck in a hole instead of your partner being like at the top of the hole and throwing the rope in and like pulling you out you're both in with nobody to help you out right like you're constantly just trying your best not to go deeper and I think Joe and I have done such a good job of like supporting each other and you know we've done therapy together we've done therapy separate and one thing I want to talk about um is like medicine I'm definitely gonna talk a lot about it in the next episode but like I was anti 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 medicine I was like I'm an all natural girl I don't need that I can do it on my own right I had this like independent woman thing about me that like medicine was gonna hurt me or it's gonna have way too bad side effects and to my defense I had a really bad experience with medicine when I was a child I tried medicine uh, probably like 13 14 years old and I had the most bizarre experience where I felt like I was on the outside of my body watching my body do things and it scared the shit out of me and I told my mom I don't want these and she said okay flush them down the toilet because you know back then people did that stuff <laughs> now you would like take your medicine and turn it back into your pharmacist right but like I um so I I had tried when I say everything you could possibly try to avoid going on medicine I tried everything for 15 years and it wasn't until Joe finally decided that he was going to try medicine and I saw how much it helped him that I got the courage to try it. <clears throat> and I knew that it got really, really bad when I started Googling probably like six months into COVID. I would be up at night. Joe would be asleep because he's always asleep. He sleeps so much. Well, now that I'm on medicine, I sleep amazing. But before I was on medicine, I was horrible at sleeping. And I've only been on medicine for like eight months, nine months at this point. So like the first year and a half of COVID, I was not on anything. So it was like real, real rough. And I would be up in the middle of the night Googling. I'm not even shitting you. How do I sell my business? Who will buy my business? How much is my business worth? How long does it take to buy my business, to sell my business? Um, is it worth it to sell my business? Should I shut down my business? Like every rendition of that phrase I Googled because I was done. I had no mental capacity to keep going. I wanted to throw it all away. I wanted to be done. I wanted to become a barista. <laughs> I wanted to actually, I didn't even want to do that. I just wanted to sleep and pray that money would show up in my bank account because I was so done. Um, I was burnt out. I was felt like I was being locked in a cage. Uh, life was hard um, because of COVID and the energy. I'm also an empath and I just take on the energy of people so much. Um, it was just really, 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 really tough. So 
I realized after, you know, so many months of Googling that, that like something needed to change. And I really want to talk about like, what are the things that supported me? And how did I get to this point of like, I want to keep going. I don't want to sell my business. So first things first, I have to shout out my team. I have an amazing team of some amazing people who have been with me for a really long time. Um, My sister that I was talking about who slept in my bed with me forever, Casey, shout out to her. She's on my team. Um, I have Stephanie. I have Rebecca. I have Samantha. I have Caitlin, right? I have all these beautiful humans who work for me. And one of the most important things that I've learned over the last five years of being full-time entrepreneur and making lots of money and, you know, just observing things that go on in the online space is people will tell you like hire a team, just hire a team. And it's so much more than that. I have just air quote hired a team. Right. And then I've also had to quote fire, no quote, actually (laughs) straight up fire lots of people because I just hired them because I thought that I was supposed to. And what I've learned in the last five years of hiring and firing is it's so important that you find people that get you. And I think what's so beautiful about my team is we've gotten into this groove of like, they know when I'm not doing good and they know how to like support me, but they also know how to push me. They know when to push me versus like when to, you know, leave me alone, I guess. (laughs) And let me just like be in my bubble. Um, They don't get frustrated at me when I take too long to get things done and I miss deadlines because I miss deadlines all the time of like deadlines, you know, I'm setting for myself, like, I want to write this course by this date, and then it never happens. They don't get mad at me because they get me, but they also like know how to support me in the best way. So number one that like kept me going and the reason I'm here today is my team. Number two is I would say structure, like having created these things before COVID hit saved everything. Like being able to make money in my sleep without having to like show up and and by creating passive income products like my membership, the hashtag files, shout out if you're a member, um, where, you know, we've now turned it into a SaaS company, a software, uh, you know, creating that versus like relying on one-on-one uh, saved me, which I'm really excited because in the next um, month, we're going to have an entire uh, a month, in two months from now, we're going to have an entire podcast segment for four weeks in a row talking all about courses, memberships, if it's for you, if it's not for you, how to do it, what's the easy way, what's the hard way, how to uncomplicate things. So if you're interested in that, definitely hit the subscribe button to this podcast because we're going to drop so much juicy knowledge of what we learned in five years of selling lots of different courses and memberships. So structure really helped me. Um, My partner, Joe, shout out to my baby. I love him so much. You know, regardless of his depression and his anxiety, like we have a really good groove and a vibe of like when he's down, I'll be on. And when I'm down, he'll be on. And it really, we've just found this flow that works so good. And a lot of people are like, how the hell have you lived together? and spent every waking moment together for five years because we've been doing this full-time five years. And I'm like, we just get each other. 
we're very opposites, right? He's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. Like what his strengths are or my weaknesses and vice versa. And so I think that has really, really helped. Um, and then medicine. And I'm going to talk a lot about it in the part two of this episode. Um, and like my journey with medicine. And obviously I'm not a doctor, so this is not medical advice, but just my experience, because I know that I have had conversations with people about medicine. And I know from just my own self that maybe if I would have heard some of these things, it would have pushed me to maybe try it sooner. Because my medicine completely changed my life for the better. So um, I'm going to end this episode here. Part two uh, next week is going to be all about like what kept me going. And what has happened since I was gone? Because a lot of amazing things have happened in my business um, since I decided I didn't actually want to sell it or throw it away. So (laughs) thank you so much for being here. I hope that you guys um, really enjoy all the stuff that we have coming for you. And I hope that we can connect. Definitely come over to Instagram uh, at Courtney Schober. I'll link everything in the show notes. Um, You can also follow hashtag files, our other Instagram account. And if you want some help on growing your business, we have lots and lots and lots of really awesome courses, tools, memberships at all different price points to serve you. So feel free to slide into our DMs, take take a screenshot of this, tag us, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we will see you guys next week for part two of...